magic, baby. Turn motherfucking lights down. Let's go. What up? What up, homie? I mean, it's what you expected, ain't it? Let's go. to no boundaries podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings as always please remember to subscribe to rate and review us on the apple podcast app on soundcloud on whatever google got going on i just i don't even know anymore remind me to take that out next week um and also whatever it is that you do on spotify please go and do that for some odd reason we tend to be the do-rag duo today i don't, we I don't do. know how this even worked out <laughs> I, I'm surprised you could put a do rag on over that motherfucking head of yours, boy. Hey, man, I'm I'm trying to keep keep the hair conditioned. You know, I got I got Miami coming up, so you know, I gotta have have it out that nice. Hey, man, you you do got Miami coming up, man. I hope you have a good trip, bro. I was on my way to the gym Saturday. J Mark <laughs> called me. He said, Jay, what is what, what's up with you? What's going on? I said, shit, I'm going to the gym. What's up? You know you had a 10 o'clock appointment, right? <laughs> My guy, I completely forgot I had a 10 o'clock appointment. 10 o'clock, 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. on Saturday. I didn't know he cut that early. He, he didn't this Saturday because I showed it. <laughs> he didn't call me until 1040. And I was like, look, yeah, uh, I'm just going to have to eat that feed because I forgot. Because I had yeah. I had deleted all my apps and cycled my phone and I forgot to download that app so I didn't get the reminder like oh shit you got an appointment so that whole ass app remember what it did I told you what it did to me huh Mm -mm. they they, they stole money off my card no oh you did you did you did yeah yeah they stole they stole money off my card and like J Mark ain't had nothing to say he was just confused he was like what the hell I ain't never heard nothing like that and it was some some barber in St. Louis got me for like like 30 40 bucks and i just it, it, the cut app you know i i definitely give them their props for just you know giving me my money back and resolving it fast as hell like i just emailed him i was like no like somebody somebody swiped me and uh, I, I definitely live in in texas uh, I'm not, i didn't get a haircut in st louis and um they, they got that shit done real fast but I've, I've, I've always been that person that's like man it's crazy to me how they they have built all these security features since the chip in the car, and nothing and nothing feels more secure. I swear something happens to my car at least like once every two years or once every year. Like I'm like, bro, how did they access my account, dog? Like I be deleting passwords. I'm not really an auto payment type of guy. That's just it. Just annoys me when that happens. But I I it's it's happened to me before. That's why I'm I'm super cautious about what what I got to put my social security into. I do not play that shit. Uh, no, not at all. Especially on the website, you're looking for that little lock in the corner, and you still just like, mm, I don't know. I don't these, know. These hackers, these hackers are official these days. I mean, and you, I mean, similar to people that be getting these PPP loans, you really don't even have to be that intelligent to get it to get it done. It don't really like. I mean, speaking of J Mar, he was telling me that 
I mean, they got machines where you could replicate a person's debit card. Like, you could just make debit cards. And I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know why I haven't looked it up because I just believed it. Like, there are certain things I just believe. You know what I'm saying? If they put in black boxes at gas stations, I'm talking about these just regular, regular, regular people. It, it don't take, it doesn't take a lot of intelligence to be a criminal. I'm going to say it again. And the fact that it doesn't take a lot of intelligence to be a criminal, it makes it that much easier for intelligent law enforcement agencies to catch these people. Because it only takes them a little bit of intelligence to get you because you ain't that smart. At all. So so you really make their job easier. That's why those high-level, high-IQ criminals are hard to fucking catch. And a lot of times, they change the game. But... When they change the game, FBI, CIA got to put them on board. Be like, hey, yeah, you let, taught let me bring us this criminal in. Straight up, you know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, that's back to the uh, back to the days of Silas and the Lamb. You know what I'm saying? It was like, God dog, you know, <laughs> Hannibal's on a different level. We needed him to catch Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? We needed that, him. Uh, Frank Abagnell or whatever. Oh, Frank! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that was that's one of the that's one of the hardest Leonardo DiCaprio movies of all time, in my opinion. It really gets slapped slept on. Uh, Catch me if you can. Um, mm-hmm. He definitely changed the game as far as uh, check fraud and just identity theft. And because it was, it, in a sense, you may look at that movie Catch Me If You Can and be like, "Well, it was so easy." Like, think about what he was doing. It was like, yeah, but they it wasn't being done though. He was one of the first. So therefore, for him to execute it and pull it off on a grand scale like he did, that's a big deal. I'm talking about he was he was before his time. And the, and the know you had to stay in front of those checks, you know, to keep to keep it going for so long. Oh, man. He started learning the, the, the number scheme. I mean <laughs> Uh, but then you can't sleep on the fact that he was just naturally gifted in certain areas too. Because if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, he damn he flew a plane. So it's like, well, did he did he pass the bar after studying for like a weekend? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This dude studied for a weekend. We can't get people to study study for for six weeks. <laughs> what a time! Yeah. Come on, man. I, I, it just baffles me, once again, that people don't know their strong suits. People don't know their weaknesses, and it's like you ain't you ain't Frank Abagnale. And I, I keep wanting to call him Frank Abagnale, but I remember he people will call him that in the movie, and he correct him like Abagnale. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, man, it just baffles me that people don't know their strong suits and their weaknesses, or their or their um they're in denial of them. It's like, I mean, are we are we really in a place where where you're not? I'm not gonna say you're not encouraged, but there's not been much of a reason for people to push their limits what because you mean? there are all there are, there are so many other avenues for people to get around that they don't really push their limits. Like 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 you said, he he studied for a weekend. He probably locked in, you know, read as much as he could, soaked it all in. And you say, you know, we can't get people to study for six weeks because, you know, can people study for 30 minutes without picking up their phone? Can people study for 30 minutes without getting on YouTube? Like, we're just so conditioned to, you know, and instead of reading this book, let me Google it and see, you know, if somebody got some some notes on it or, you know, because we're just so plugged into the matrix now. 
I got what you're saying. Like, and I think I, I really, and once again, to affirm what I'm saying is, people don't want to recognize their strong suits and their weaknesses. And I was, I was listening. I think I was listening to a story about Charlie Murphy. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. And I remember, if I'm not mistaken, he was talking about how he was trying to get. He was trying. He, I think he was writing a movie script or something like that. And as he he basically wrote the movie script in a couple of days, and he said he just locked himself into his room, got it done in a couple of days because like that's what his mind was on. Like he wanted to get that done, and <clears throat> it takes a, a a certain level of determination to do something like that. You talk about a movie script, you know what I'm saying? Like a movie script. That's a lot of writing to get done and that, even if it's a rough draft that may have a bunch of mistakes on it that's a big deal because you just don't think of a person like Charlie Murphy being in that light but then you realize that's why he was successful though because that was his talent that was his strong suit his strong suit was being a creator his strong suit was being imaginative you know what I'm saying a lot of people that say that they want something you gotta know if that's really what you want, you really have that passion for it, then you're going to be driven automatically to get things like that done because it's a part of you. And you could tell it was a part of somebody like Charlie Murphy because he and he's just one of the few. But I imagine a lot of, you know, top tier Hollywood actors are able to do things like that because, I mean, it's it's necessary when you're trying to be successful. And what you just said a minute ago is just a bunch of people trying to take make, you know, create a shortcut to success. And it's like, you're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to do go, that. Let me go ahead and get my, my Jay-Z plugs in early this time so I won't forget them. Sure. But, uh, like, like, legend has it that, you know, that first Blueprint album he made over Memorial Day weekend. Like, the whole album, Memorial Day weekend. And then that was that uh, the Fade to Black documentary where it's like, you know, you put the right people in the right rooms. You know, you take away the distractions and you crack the door and you just kind of let God in and just let, let it flow. It's, it's some people that when their back is against the wall, they really perform at their very best. <laughs> and then there are some people who, you know, you give them all the time they need and they'll they'll give you a top notch performance. And then there's just some people who just don't push themselves and just do the bare minimum and turn in the bare minimum. It's some people that will hit the gym at five o'clock in the morning. And then there's some people that's buying flat tummy tea. Like, you know, it's it's just you know, that mindset and, and how it gets distilled in you. And to me, you always get that, that that sense of accomplishment when you do something and you put your best foot forward and it's received well. Like, like if I spent, you know, two years making an album and people told me it was trash, I'd kill myself. Bro, that reception is everything. That's why I said earlier, man, like... I think people suffer more when they 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 do something and then after they do it they the reception is not what they expected and that really hurts people because I think that they're driven by the reception that they're going to receive uh, to to bring up another comedian uh, my favorite comedian of all time Bernie Mac um I remember I want to say when I remember his first performance, I believe it was in New York. And um, he said, man, 
I forgot what happened. He was saying something about, man, that New York crowd was tough. And he said, he was like, he was like, bro, I was fucking terrified. I didn't know what I was gonna do. He was like, last nigga went up there, bombed, got booed off, basically. You know, you know New York. You know how New York get outcast. So mm-hmm. he like, and he went out there, man. He was just like, man, you know what? I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bro, he just he just did what he had to do, man. He he executed it well, and the performance was what it needed to be, and that that created the legend we know today. And you know, I'm bra- I'm basically bringing that up to just say, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's still a strong suit and a weakness thing. It's like he knew he knew it was going to be a motherfucker, but that pre- that pressure that that pressure is what is what got him. There was no shortcuts in that situation. He couldn't escape nope. that situation. Couldn't cheat that situation. Had to face that situation. And by facing that situation, you know, like I said, it, it created a legend. A lot of people ain't built like that no more. A lot of people nowadays, a lot of people probably would have been in a burning situation and probably would have said the crowd was racist. Or probably would have made a bunch of excuses. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it was a bunch of misogynists or a bunch of sexists in the crowd or, or the, you know, the crowd was, uh, you know, motherfuckers was drunk or some shit. Bruh, accept defeat, man. Accept, accept defeat. I mean, it is what it is. People have just gotten to that mentality. It's like, why go through it when I can go around it? Why, 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 when, why when I can take the easy way out? Bro. And I, and I, and I'm not saying you know intentionally make your life hard just so you can learn a lesson or shit like that. But some shit you just can't avoid. Some shit you just need to go through. Sir, you ain't got to intentionally make life hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, it will definitely. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> we, we, I got, I got that hard. I got that hard. You don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. The hard is, <laughs> the hard is gonna come. Like. Trust me. And like, I personally, I'm going to be honest with you. Every time I've tried to take a shortcut in life, I swear to God, I've, I've come I've, I've come to a, a brick road that was that was super bumpy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like every shortcut is just like we talked about last time. I think you just prolonging the, the, the inevitability of, a, of, a, of, a, of reality because a shortcut really ain't realistic. You know what I'm saying? A, a shortcut, it's a part of reality, but it's it's a temporary scheme to get to where you want to be. And the fact of the matter is you you, you want to scam people. You want to scam people so you can get rich. You get caught up. Now you gotta get now you gotta pay back because you were scamming. Now you start hustling, putting in work to get to where you want it to be. And all of a sudden you're like, damn, I could have just worked my ass off like this the first time. And I could have been right here. Now I'm working my ass off to pay back my debt. And it's like, bro, you that's that it's because that internal motivation to be great, that's the only thing that's gonna drive you. That external motivation really ain't gonna drive you. If it ain't in you, it ain't in you. That shortcut ends up being more of a step back when you think about it. Because like, like, hey, I, I lied on my resume to get this job. Bet I got the job. Now I have to learn everything to keep this job. Instead of just being honest and forthcoming, you know, I'd have told him that I know how to do all this stuff, but shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now I really got to prove it. And if I would have told him, yeah, man, I don't know, Ed, or I'm not too, you know, seasoned in that, they might have been more willing to train you. 
Gotta get you some water. Yeah, give me some water. I'm dying over here. God <laughs> dang. A year ago, I'd say I'd ask you if you had that Rona. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not stupid anymore. <laughs> not freaking. I'm not a freaking idiot. Hey, bro, I've heard about two people actually having the flu, and I was like, what? Y'all still get that out here in these streets? Oh, oh, they got they got the flu? Oh, my God. The flu? the flu came back? The flu made an appearance again? You, you and this poor, this poor people virus. <laughs> Come on. Come yeah, on. You got this this dollar store illness out here. You know what I'm saying? The flu, man. That's so, that's so 20th century. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. Hey, man, on some real shit, though, man, not to speak on no gossip, though, bro. That that Bill Gates and Melinda shit is some real shit, though. Like, boys got to start realizing, like, the, the, the illusion that we tend to create in regards to, ha- you know, living happily ever after. Like, that shit ain't, you know, I, I think about the conversation we had at Happy, happy Hour. I was about to say Happy Hour. Think about the conversation we had at happy hour, and I'm just sitting here like, I never want to seem so jaded to the reality that things can be great with people for a long time. I actually had somebody ask me, like, why do you take the position on relationships that you take? And I, people automatically always just think that you've been hurt. And it's like, no, I think it's more along the lines of a self-awareness and realizing who I am. And... I am the type of person that I don't want to possess anybody. I don't want to own anybody. I don't want anybody to feel obligated to do anything for me. And vice versa. I don't want I don't want anybody to think they can own me or possess me or I I don't want them to feel like, oh, he has to do this for me because he's this. And I really feel like in today's climate, you're seeing on the highest level, which is a which which is if it's either a, a Bezos or a Gates or Elon Musk to the lowest level of just regular people just dealing with the fact that, bro, motherfuckers just get tired of this shit. Like the the you, you're you're talking about a generation of people that clearly love a shortcut. They clearly like shit to happen right away. And it's like you really out here thinking that everybody is built. Once again, this is about being this is about how you be this how this is about how you're built. Everybody is not built for that long lasting relationship. And it's becoming more and more clear based on the fact that the climate really, the climate and the culture don't really allow that. So it's just baffling to me. Like people see these things happening around them. It's like, I always say this. They always look at it like, well, it ain't going to happen to me. It was like, shit, you know, I think it can. I don't think you immune to it. I think the reality is once people get enough of you, they have, they, they really have an easy out. It's really harder for a Gates and a Bezos because that paperwork gonna be long. That paperwork gonna be long. Yeah, think about something, bro. I'm be honest with you. Speaking about COVID, and if you are on the the spectrum of hating the COVID narrative like I am, you probably don't have a liking for Bill Gates. So I'm actually pretty happy that Bill Gates is going through hell right now. Fuck him. <laughs> but I don't wish hell on anybody. I don't wish hell on him, but for some reason, I feel like a lot of the shit that he's been doing has been driven by this because a a, a relationship like a Gates relationship, like I said, when you're talking that type of money, you're talking about 
dog, like I said, that's a lot of paperwork, bro. That lets me know right there that this has been a long discussion. This has been a very long discussion. You don't make this decision overnight. When rich you've been people, living on different sides of the house, or you've been oh, man. In, in the vacation house or something like that. It, it's safe to say that throughout this whole COVID thing, he might have been, you know, face, you know, that he might have been in a different home for all we know. He probably just now allowing the media to get access to the fact that he filed for divorce. Because a lot of times that's on public record. Who knows how long they've been uh, been separated? Mm-hmm. Who knows? When you got that much money, you really can hold off bad news like that as long as you want. So, re- so the reality is people, like I said, people in the in the in the conspiracy theorist realm, they'll they'll show you that Bill Gates been on some whole shit since this COVID thing has taken over. And it's pretty, like I said, it's pretty safe to say that as far as his demise goes, he probably was on some shit. Well, y'all finna feel my pain too. So that that really just like, like I said, in the conspiracy theorist realm, he's one, he's been one of the leaders. He's been one of the 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 dog, when I say leader, he's up there with Fauci as far as influence when it comes to um where this COVID thing has taken, like where it is, like that Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation is doing things with vaccines that I really feel like some some random humanitarian should be a part of. Like, and I do think of him as a random humanitarian. Like, I'm like, yeah, you rich and you got all this money, but like, bro, how the fuck you we talking medical field here? What what does computers got to do with the medical field? And that mm-hmm. shit's still baffling to me. It's like he's allowed to speak more than Joe Rogan. And at the end of the day, Joe Joe Rogan is kind of known for talking about health and you know, talking about, you know, psilocybin and shit. Like, he's, he, that's where he comes from, being in shape, being in an industry that deals with the body. But he says something, and they looking at him like, oh, man, he's Hitler. He's trying to kill people. But then Bill Gates, this nigga over here, nigga, you talk about computers. Nigga, you talk about computers. My cousin posted something on uh, Instagram talking about how Bill Gates not sharing the COVID vaccine with like India or something. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know this nigga had the recipe. Like I didn't, I didn't know it was just him and he'd be greedy with it. Kifo, I'm telling you that nigga Bill Gates got a lot of power right now with this COVID shit. It's very weird. Like I'm serious. Like you, you talk about, you talk about two people on different sides of the, of the, of the uh, plan. Like when it comes to this vaccine and the COVID shit, Elon probably more on the, on the quote unquote right side. Bill Gates is more on the left side. And once again, just my mindset tells me that a guy like Bill Gates, like you, if people know the history of Silicon Valley, they know the history of you know Microsoft and all that shit. Bill Gates is not a pleasant guy. He's not a nice guy. So don't think about this guy as some some um. I mean, when I think of humanitarian, I definitely think of somebody that, uh, and I feel like I'm using the wrong word, but when I think of when I think of somebody like Tony Stark, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody that probably has a genuine, you know, um, a genuine longing to protect the people. Like you see what Tony went through with the uh, with the what is it the Sokovia Accords? You know, mm-hmm. I was on the side of Cap. And obviously, you probably was on the side of Iron Man them. Come on, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. But either way, I really feel like 
I understand. I could really see them guys is really coming from a place of good and not wanting to see the world suffer. But like mm-hmm. Bill Gates, I really can see him as a guy that's like, I don't give a fuck as long as I'm on top, as long as I am, you know, the 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 Lord Supreme. Like I could see that in a Bill Gates, like just just knowing his history, and I just, yeah. I mean, all those guys. In order to get to a position like that in life, and we talk about this all the time, you got to be sort of a megalomaniac, you know, a bit of a narcissist. You got to want to have, you got to, you kind of got to have a god complex to want to be a gazillionaire, bro. Just saying. You got, you got, you got to step on some backs. You got to snap some necks to to get there, because because at one point you was like, all right, I'm set. I don't need anything else. Why am I still producing? Then it's like, oh. Now I'm into the power realm, and I want to wield power. I want to wield the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. I want Pretty to be much. able to make the world tap dance. Jeez. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Help us all. Man. But um, I didn't, think I, I didn't think we'd have an episode where we'd have to talk about COVID again, but you said something and, like and even And even to go back, go back to your Joe Rogan thing, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, Healthy people at the age of twenty-one, I don't think y'all should. I don't think the vaccine is necessary. And then, and then, and then Fauci got that. Whoa, 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 whoa! You got too much dip on your chip. <laughs> Way too much dip on your chip, homie. It's like don't be encouraging people. And then you just sit there, and like this, this is the same conversation I had the other night, where you know, um, she's like, you know, how come you haven't got vaccinated? I say it, it feels rushed for me. It feels rushed. That, that's that's my primary reason. It feels rushed. I don't believe that I needed, especially after you got here and you said there is a 90 point, 95, 98% chance that if I do get it, I'll be okay. And then you're giving me this vaccine anyways. I'm like, I, I don't understand. And so then she tried to spit some bullshit talking about how, oh, but the thing you don't realize is that these things have been tested, this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I was like, all right, but Pete, this. You had a vaccine out in less than six months. Give or take, you know, you, you're working on vaccine six months and you're giving it to pregnant women. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? You give it to them and then all of a sudden we got three legged babies running around here because you don't know. And then and then even to this point, I say, look, I get it. You know, six people had 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 blood clots from the Johnson and Johnson. That's a small percentage over the mass. I get it. It makes sense. But what doesn't make sense to me is that, all right, yeah, you got to get your Pfizer shot again in six months. Well, no, you actually got to get it, get it again in 12 months. Uh, this, this, we got to shut this one down right here. We got to shut the Justin Justin down for a while. All right, we're bringing it back. What changed why you shut it down? How come you don't know how often I need to get this shot? I know why you don't know how often I, yeah, I got to get this shot. Because it hasn't been around long enough for you to know the effects you know how I know the measles vaccine works? That bitch been around for a long ass time, bro. When was the last time you read to somebody with the measles? <laughs> Them dumbasses in um, Oregon two years ago that didn't want to get the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, it had a, it had a pandemic. <laughs> had their own little pandemic, you know, in Seattle, I think. Stupid asses. It's like, bro, like this is pretty much a proven vaccine. I get it. It, it. Once again, it's a proven vaccine with over with over 10 years of study. And the reality is the measles vaccine is pretty on point. 
it's really hard to argue. Might have some some adverse effects on a very very minute pop uh, size of the population, but come on, dog. Like, look, man. Like I said, I don't want to lose this thought. In India right now, they're apparently going through a crisis with COVID nineteen, a virus that was is from two thousand nineteen. It's still impacting Indians and. In, 2021, but that's a story for another day. If I honestly think if you believe India is going through a COVID crisis, you're an idiot. But um, look, man, straight up, I mean, the only crisis I believe India could be going through is they probably got some botched uh, vaccines, and now they sitting here, you know, realizing like, goddamn, this vaccine don't work. Look, man, I know more people personally that told me they got the vaccine and felt like shit for a couple of days and they was good. And their exact words were, well, if COVID was anything like that, I'm glad I didn't get COVID. And I sit there baffled at their stupidity because I'm sitting there like, y'all do realize that seven, eight months ago, they were saying most people will be asymptomatic, right? So you telling me <laughs> that you believe what you went through is worse than being asymptomatic when asymptomatic pretty much means that you're not going to feel nothing. <laughs> like you talk, Joe Rogan literally told people my daughters had it. I don't think either one of his daughters is over 12 years old and they both walked it off. You telling me a virus that 12 year olds could walk off is something that I wouldn't mind having. All right, cool. If I got to suffer through, you know, a day of uh, some sniffles and a, you know, and a sore throat for a day or two, versus getting some shit injected in my arm. I have a sore arm. I'm having flu-like symptoms. My stomach hurting and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm exhausted, extreme yeah. fatigue. You're talking about three or four days of what it sounds like to me of a flu versus, oh, doctor told me I got COVID. I need to stay home for 14 days. All right, bet I get this 14-day vacation and I don't even feel bad. I mean, I seen, I seen people, I swear on everything I love, I know people that told me that they had COVID, and the next day I see them out walking their dog. I'm like, damn, that COVID is some serious, must be some serious shit. You out walking your dog, you out just, you know, just chilling. You be like, well, I got this mask on, so I'm good. Damn, a mask? You telling me a mask is more effective than a vaccine? I ain't heard about nobody dying from a mask or or getting blood clots from a mask. Like I'm just saying, like, what we doing here, bro? What we doing here, man? How we how we a nation of people this stupid, dog? How in the world are people this damn dumb? It's like, come on, you 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 got to realize you got two you got two sides of this. You got people pushing for the vaccine because they want, they need y'all to be the research. Then you got other people on the other side of it. It's like, bro, I'm fine. Nobody 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 that's against the vaccine honestly believes like, oh, I'm gonna die right away. They just like, bro, I'd rather get COVID. If I get COVID, man, everybody I talk to that's quote-unquote against the vaccine still has that, hey, you do you, though. Exactly. We the least judgmental ones. I, dog, you know how many people I've been around the last six weeks that told me they've been vaccinated? I want to say, I want to say, I know 10 people off the top of my head right now that have been vaccinated, and I ain't said shit. And, I, and, and, I, and once again, I'm talking shit now, but I feel like they feel that it was safe. They feel it was what they needed to do. That's, that's a bet. Do you? That's a bet. Do you? I'm just letting you know that if some shit go down, especially women, if some shit go down to where you can't reproduce, to where your menstrual cycle is fucked, to where 
you start having weird ass dreams, you know, all kinds of shit. Neurologically, you start just suffering. Just understand that that's really the only variable that has really changed in your life in the last year. So you might have to be like, damn, maybe that vaccine was a little had a little something in it. Now, I, it's too much. It's too much information out there. That's not necessarily anti-vaccine. It's more pro do your research. It's more please look into what you're dealing with. You're putting something in your body and you don't even know what the ingredients are. A lot of us put things in our body that we don't know the, what the ingredients are. But if you're telling me something is supposed to save me, something is supposed to be good for me, I'm curious. What is it? I'm just saying, I'm, what is it? You're saying it's supposed to be good for me. What is it? That's why I really be side-eyeing some vegans because I know some vegans out there, their mindset is just, you know, I'm more pro-nature. I don't want to see animals getting harmed, so on and so forth. Some people come from that angle. But then you got some vegans that have this superiority complex and they just kind of feel like the food that they're eating is so much better than the food that you're eating. And I'm like, ma'am, sir, you're eating a bunch of soy. You're eating a bunch of apocopa clocks of pyoride. You don't even know what you're eating. Like, Extremely man. processed food for you to have the meat-like effect. You know what tastes like meat? Meat. <laughs> meat, 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 meat. Definitely. You don't. I don't. Like I don't have to. I don't have to. Per, I don't have to inject extra iron in here. I don't have to in, inject ex, all these extra vitamins that you get from just simply eating meat. But but to circle back to your point, I said, did I send you this article where it says reports of menstrual cycles changes after COVID vaccines? I think or did I posted you, you it on Instagram. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So it's like I you weren't expecting that, were you? And and I and I, I get it. You can't you can't anticipate all the side effects. And it's kind of like those commercials that they have where where dude just frolicking in the park and he's got full blown herpes and they don't ever mention that. <laughs> but, it, but but at the end at the end of the of the you know they give you this rundown. You know may cause nausea, anal bleeding. Um, loss of vision, loss of hearing. You might lose an arm. You might lose a leg. And they tell you all these side effects really, really quick. And then you're like, "Man, maybe I just need to stop fucking and sit down somewhere." Maybe, maybe. And, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as smart when I said I posted on Instagram. All I'm saying is, when I posted that shit on Instagram, it was kind of easy to look over because it was still kind of early on. I was just telling people that. If you really if you're really interested in what people are going through, and this was back in January, February, I was like, you might want to go to this Reddit page where people are talking about, you know, the uh, the effects of their COVID vaccination. And I remember I posted a story and real quick right off the bat, I realized I'm like, damn, it's mostly women complaining about this shit. Like, I didn't really hear a lot about men saying anything. A lot of men were saying the same thing. Yeah, my arm was a little sore, blah, blah, blah. And that's when I started digging in and I started realizing that. In the beginning of most vaccine, um, uh, most of the experimental trials, those short, those short-term trials, they mostly tested on men. They don't really test it on women in the beginning. So right now, you're getting more of an idea of what it is to be what what, it, what the effects are on women because more and more women are are volunteering to basically be vaccinated. I believe I believe the numbers are like sixty. I want to say like seventy thirty right now. Like. Even as far as like fully vaccinated people in America, it's mostly women being vaccinated. And the crazy thing is, it's mostly women suffering the adverse effects of the vaccine. And that's because 
and, and this kind of brings me to my next point in the show. I really feel, and I kind of feel like it kind of, you know, it, it along the lines of shortcuts, but did you have something you were going to take? I see you reading something, but I didn't want to. No, no, I know, I know where you're going, so I'm just waiting for this alley-oop because I see it coming, but go ahead. Okay, like, it's, it's really baffling to me that we've become such a, um, I want to say, a society of, and I really see this with women a lot, like, it really feels like they have this lust for immortality, and it's like this lust for, for be, like, you know, that for every young mindset, and it's like, that really is a, a, in a sense, kind of a mental illness, too, because it's like you're constantly trying to, like, you're trying to fight death. And it's like that's that same mindset of trying to fight inevitability. It's like that's one thing that we all going to deal with in life. And I think you said this last, like, you know, the only two things certain in life is death and taxes. And it's like. I don't know what it is, and I'm not saying this is all women, but I'm just like peeping people's profiles, people's energy, people's personality, and some of the some of the weird things people do. And I'm like, man, like you know, getting old is not a bad thing, right? Getting old is not a curse. It's okay to get older. It's okay. It's okay to not look like a 16 year old at 30. It's okay. Like everybody's and they people are like look at me like, oh man, you it's easy for you to say that. I'm like, bro, I don't look like a fucking youngster. Like I you y'all just aren't used to seeing healthy 36-year-olds. That's all it is. I look my age. I don't look that young. Like it's bad. So at 36, you're supposed to be flabby, you're supposed to be balding, you're supposed to be, you know, can't walk up steps without, you know, breathing heavy. Like, oh. Shout out to your boy, man. I, I forgot his name, man. The one, the first happy hour we had. He he talked about. You know, he was talking about his Huntsville. Oh yeah. And he was talking about how, man. And it, he was like, dog, it's people that I grew up with, and he's my age. He's like, it's people I grew up with. Like he was like that picture he showed me. I was sad for those people. Those people look my mom's age. My mom's in her seventy. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, what y'all doing out here at 36 when you look like you got four kids already and you living in a fucking bunker? Like, you shouldn't look that fucking old at 36 if you're healthy. But that's the thing, though. People, like, they step over health. That's one of those things that they take a shortcut on. It's like, if you want to feel youthful and look youthful, maybe you should really take care of yourself. And it's not all this gimmicky shit. Like, when you had your little your IG Live, I think Harmony was saying, like, you know, it's a lot of food out there that, you know, people say is unhealthy, but... The reality is, I mean, y'all just eat it too much. Y'all, y'all consume it on a level that y'all shouldn't be consuming it on. Y'all live off that shit. I mean, three or four days a week, you on fast food, and the other two or three days, you, you might forget to fucking eat. Like, come on, like you might want to balance that out a bit. You know, you know, a few days a week, yeah, get your fast food. Do the other few days a week, maybe cook for yourself, so you know what you put in your body. And uh, with along that. You ain't got to be in the gym seven days a week, 30 days in a month. You know what I'm saying? Trying to complete all your, your uh, what that shit, the, the Apple Square, the Apple Watch circles. You uh, the, gotta, the, the, your fitness rings. Listen, you ain't got to get all them bitches completed every single day. Sit your ass down somewhere. Rest a day or two. Take a nap. How you ain't take, a little bit. 
Listen, how you ain't out here taking naps after the age of 30? I don't know how y'all do it, bruh. Hey, nap, naps are wasted on the youth. Look, bruh, I'm talking about three-year-olds. What they got, what they got nap time in kindergarten? P- please take me back. I don't understand why. I mean, I guess we do have nap, nap times at jobs because you can do whatever you want with that 30 minutes of that hour. She can go sleep in your car all you want, but I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, take a car just, nap before. Bro, that car that be hitting, especially like in the in the fall time. Boy, recline back. <laughs> she Man, that snoring. Maybe that whole knocked that nigga. I ain't gonna lie, nigga. One time I know I was about 30 minutes over. Nigga, I woke up and it's like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. <laughs> the job still woke up looking good. around like, I'm in my car. Hey <laughs> <laughs> nigga, how did I get here? <laughs> 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 But no, but she right, man. Naps are wasted on the youth, cause like I be looking at my son and them, and I be like, I joke with him, you know, like even like this weekend he had his basketball tournament or whatever, and he had back to back games, like literally back to back, and I see he was a little tired in the second game, and I, you know, I'm like, man, y'all too young to be getting tired. But the reality is, y'all not too young to be getting tired. It's just that y'all too young to not realize that when it's time to rest, you should rest because y'all have an amount of energy that is impeccable when it comes to a 36-year-old. Like, y'all could run all day if y'all rest correctly, but people don't take advantage of rest. And people, the people that do take advantage of rest don't take advantage of their energy. It's like, bro, you just slept 10 hours today. Nigga, go out there and go run a couple miles, you lazy fuck. You got all the energy in the world. You wake up after 10 hours, you just on your ass. You on your ass, and then you go order something. You ain't even go leave the house. You go order something so they can bring it to you. Like, come on. What? Come on. Ooh, he's jumping like the trap. Come on, man. Come on. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, like, just thinking about, you know, taking things for granted. Like, dog, we got we have all these tools, you know, almost in unlimited access. And the things we choose to do with them, I just kind of feel are so primal. It's like we out, we out here taking shortcuts to get to places that, like I said, really, if you just put it, put out 10, 15% more of the effort, you really could get to where you want to be because, like I said in the beginning, it's really on some basic bitch shit. Like, that shit you're doing really ain't, that shit ain't really, like, on some unlimited shit. Like, you ain't, you ain't doing nothing special. And once you get to that mindset, you're like, man, you know what? This shit really, this shit really ain't hard. The fact of the matter is, nigga, am I built for? Is this what I'm meant for? And, and, and that's that's a, that's probably for me, like my question of the year. Like, motherfuckers gotta start asking themselves, do I really deserve this shit? I promise I'm gonna say that every time I get a chance to say it. Right now, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> just ask yourself for the things that I say I deserve or the things I say I won't need, do I deserve it? Do I Do deserve really? that shit? Did you work that hard for that? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Like seriously? And let that, let that conscious guide you. Let that conscious guide you, baby. That shit. You know what's up. You know if you deserve that shit. You I know think, if you deserve I where, it. I know where that sink at, and I know where it's trying to get. <laughs> Straight up though. Straight up though, baby. But anyways, man. Why do you have a do rag on? Oh, I'm conditioning my hair. Oh, okay, okay. Did you ever get your hair cut? No, I got an appointment this Friday at 5.30, so no boundaries. Happy hour on Friday may not happen. Jeopardy. (laughs) 
yeah, and that's been fun. I, I really kind of they really been feeling like podcast episodes in the live. Like they be like, if we could actually record them, if we could be in a place where we record them, I think they, I think people will really be. Um, they have good conversations, like I said, especially about you know conditional love versus uh, unconditional love. I think the first one was uh, I feel like my favorite part of the first one was um, talking about porn. That was that's still interesting to me this day because people do not like to accept the fact that porn is mentally it's it's not good for you. And like like I understand some people can control themselves, but if I'm not mistaken, Terry Crews just came out and said that he had a porn addiction. So. Um, yeah, we don't we don't fuck with him no more though. So. Oh yeah, I don't fuck with him because he be saying some shit that. Come on, man. He wish he that? is wishy washy. That second one was about relationships, primarily relationships and past trauma. It, it was. Uh, I feel like we talked about drugs a lot. <laughs> yeah, we talked shit. about drugs. We, we talked about drugs a lot that time. Too. <laughs> yeah, we talked about drugs a lot. <laughs> wow. All the man. <laughs> Yeah, so they called it insightful. Like I, I, I really enjoyed connecting with the fans. I really did. Like I said, to speaking to individuals is always going to be fun. We're not talking to a group of people. Like I don't think I would ever want to do. I guess it's Joe Budden that they go around and like they be having like the big old auditorium. Like I don't really care for that. Like I really would want it to be like even more intimate. Like, like I said, like two or three people and just a roundtable discussion, and it's just us. You know, Say, and people that those, ten, those ten people we get on the live—that's not that's fine for me. I love that. Yeah, I, I don't need I don't need a hundred people. Like I just don't. I don't even want twenty. I, I'm really fine with between like five and ten like-minded people that really have something to say. You know, and they they really and they they're not driven by by the crowd because I don't really feel like when you're having you know. A group discussion. I really don't feel like five or ten is even a crowd because I think about some of the roundtable meetings we have at work. It'd be six or seven of us, one one or two people leading the conversation, and like you kind of still get, you know, some ideals, and it's not a lot of arguing, and it's it's and it's not the arguing. It's not it's not because we're agreeing so much. It's because we're really respecting people's you know uh, you know time to speak. Like oh, you got something to say? All right, bet. I, I know that I'm gonna be able to talk because I don't got a lot of time. I know that I don't have a lot of people that's uh, that's ahead of me that want to speak as well. It's only six or seven of us in here. We'll all get a chance to talk, and we can still get this conversation over in about thirty minutes. But when it's 30, 40 people, come on, man, come on. Then man. you're not you're not intimidated at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You're way, you're way, you're way, you're way more relaxed. You're way more comfortable, and that's I like that. So. <sighs> What's, what's up with my boy Big Sean, man? I heard Twitter is uh is hating on my nigga Sean, bro. Like, what's up? I, I heard about it, but I couldn't I couldn't really track down what was going on. So oh, I was okay. like, yeah, yeah. I, I tried to figure it out, but I couldn't figure it out. And then they brought up some some old lyrics. I was like, everybody got some old corny lyrics. Like everybody got some some something. Yeah, everybody. Wow. Everybody. So I, and and I couldn't track it down. So I don't I don't know what they was talking about, man. I was gonna, I was gonna put my cape on though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, I was curious, man. I mean, hip hop Twitter is not, it's not intelligent. Like, they, 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 they really out here acting like Jay Z and Nas never did a track before, and that really was just. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, this got to be like 19 and 20 year olds that had just started listening to hip hop a few years ago. I'm like, do y'all even know what they was beefing over? Like, do you? I mean, I'm like, who are y'all? That tonight? I mean, like, seriously? And I just in that moments like that make me realize 
that you be on the internet talking to people that really ain't that smart. They're really not that smart. They, they, a lot of them couldn't hold conversations with you in real time because they're not going to be able to refer to Google. They're not going to be able to refer to YouTube. You know, they're not going to be able to, they got to, people, people, that's why I know for a fact that people love being online because it definitely, it exaggerates their intelligence. It exaggerates their personalities. It exaggerates so much about them. But the funny thing is, I just look at that type of behavior and I'm just like, do y'all niggas ever plan on coming into the real world again? Or are y'all going to live online? Are y'all going to let y'all personalities live online? Because that shit, I, and I say this a lot, that shit does not translate well into the real world when you out be here being really super awkward, staring in your phone, taking selfies, staring at the wall and shit that doesn't exist, just out here looking stupid. And it's like, this shit not reality. Like, you're not a model in real life. You have no model qualities in real life. You're not a gangster in real life. <laughs> like, y'all are not like that. And when y'all come to the real world, y'all just be extra corny and socially awkward. I just be like, that's because y'all live online so much. Y'all don't realize that this shit is shaping y'all personalities and y'all are extra fucking dull. I hate that shit with a passion, bro. I really do, and, and you can tell by the and, and 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 then a, a lot of the people that, that that you're having that conversation with, they're not old enough to have experienced anything. Like like you know, oh yeah, Jay Z Nas on the same track. Oh, that's crazy. I heard they had a beef, and now they're together. It's like, yeah, but you know, if you were a little bit older, you'd know about Black Republicans. Like you remember the the track they made when they squashed the squashed the beef. You know about um success. I do it for hip hop, gangster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like you, like, you, would, you would know these tracks, but mm, eh, I digress. I can't fault you for being young. Like you can't fault me. Oh, for I being can't. Old. I can't. But once again, that's a failure to do research. It's a failure to look beyond what's in front of you. You're only you're 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 just looking at now, and it's like you have no man. Malcolm X said some of the the trillest shit ever, bro. Like I was reading one of his uh, speeches not too long ago. Um, and he literally was he and just thinking of the fact that he's speaking in the 60s when he's saying this honestly I'm gonna be 100 with you I think if people really broke down some of his speeches they would be like man this nigga really ain't like black people <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that nigga no, Malcolm X was on some he was on some like and I'm not saying I'll be on the same shit too, because I, I I'll never act like I, I you know, because Malcolm X was fucking sharp. Malcolm X was definitely one of those guys that would lock himself in a room for eight nine hours and write a fucking book, which is what he did multiple times. And um, but I was listening to one of his speeches, and man, bro, like he made me proud to be who I am, because he was like, bro, like this is the '60s. And he literally, his I think his exact words were, the the American Negro suffers because he does not know his own history. That's why the white man is able to get over him so much. The American Negro suffers because he does not know his own history, has no idea who he is. <laughs> this is the 60s. You would think in the 60s, 
the American Negro, the black man, the black American would would definitely have more knowledge itself, would definitely be more in touch with his roots in the 60s, when a lot of their parents, probably parents and grandparents, definitely lived through slavery. Some of them were just freed 50 years ago. You're literally going through Jim Crow, and you don't have no inkling to want to be in touch with your roots, to know where you came from, to know why you're suffering the way you're suffering. And I'm thinking, like, damn, this is the 60s. Bro, we in 2021, I have people tell me multiple times, I have no interest in history. History is boring. I've heard that so many times. And you'll never get to where you're going unless you know where you came from. You Exactly. And, and, I, and, that's, and that's a huge problem, especially when you're trying to find a partner in life. When they don't understand your background, they don't understand you and the way that you tick and why you tick the way that you do. That's why that's why a lot of stuff never works. That's why a lot of our stuff never works, because our generation, we're, we're this instant gratification, flash frame. Kind of kind of um, I don't know what word I want to use, but but that's just who we are. Like, we want to see what it is now. We don't care about what it was before. We don't care what it was that, you know, this is how you got here. This is, you know, these are your quirks and, and your kinks. And I need to learn these before we get married or whatever. Hey, this is where we're at now. You look good as this person you are now. You seem confident as this person that you are now. I don't care that, you know, your foundation is on low self-esteem and body dysmorphia. You like who you are now. That's all I'm worried about. To be Kylie Jenner now, you had to be Kylie Jenner then. Don't nobody act like Kylie Jenner then ever existed. Everybody prays they can press their reset button. Or not even a reset button. They they gonna say they, they want to pull out that... Uh, that that mind evaporator that that uh Asian black and then be pulling out men in black, or mm-hmm. I mean I, I, I'm butchering names. But you know what I'm talking about. But they they want they want they want people they want people to see them. Once again, people want to be seen as their social media profiles in real life. And the reality is, when I see a lot of y'all in real life, like it's I don't have a problem with what I see, but it's not it's not their social media profile. Because a lot of y'all, y'all social media profiles really just be a seven or eight. And then y'all come out in real life, y'all be a a four and a five. Y'all be average. And that's fine. Because you're looking at somebody that I'm okay with reality. I'm okay with what is realistic. I'm perfectly fine with that. If I wanted you to be anything else, you know, maybe maybe I'm not the right person for you. I mean, that's a big deal today. Like, why would you want to be around anybody that doesn't really, you know, not necessarily accept you for who you are, because some of y'all are really shitty people. Y'all personalities are garbage. But the the reality is, if if you know that you genuinely try to be a good person, try to be a better person, try to be a kind person, like you know that that should be enough for your average person. If somebody is like trying to mold you into something that you're just not, then you don't need to be there. That ain't where you need to be. Because once again, if you know without a doubt, like, man, I'm I'm a pretty solid person. Like, I don't do fucked up shit to people. Why would somebody not want me for who I am? You know, that's that is what it is. And at the end of the mm-hmm. day, I mean, even if you're a shitty person, shit, go, you know, if you if your body shit, go find you a clod. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I would, you know, I, I feel. I feel like shit attracts shit, you know, you know, <laughs> flies attract the shit. Flies are disgusting. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And, th- and that's one of the hardest pills to swallow is to sit here and be like, 
you know, maybe I'm just not it for you. Maybe that's just what it is. I'm not, I'm not the person for you. And it's just like you kind of, you kind of force that, that, that square peg in that round hole and you're just trying, it's trying, it's like, it's okay not to fit. And it's just like, hey, you know, I, and, and I've said this numerous times on this podcast, maybe you just two good people that weren't good for each other or two bad people that were just too bad for each other. And that's okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, if, if people just question their motives a lot more, people would just learn to accept things. I think it takes, I think everybody gets to that point. I feel like there, you know, there's, there's levels in life, man. Like as you become an adult, you start seeing things. Like when you go from being a teenager to adult, you start seeing things. When you become, uh, I feel like when it comes to the levels of being an adult, I feel like I mean, you got that college age adult, you got that on your own for the first time adult, you know, living on your living, you know, actually truly independent adult, and then I mean, because and that that phase is long. That truly independent adult, we don't know when that phase is gonna actually come because we got adults that you know especially when you talk about millennials like you got you can have those adults that might not go into that stage into the into their well into their 40s now like they they haven't experienced that true independence they might they might have dabbled in it but they haven't really immersed themselves in it for 10 years plus like they don't know that life or that adult that actually has to take care of another being that actually has to raise another human being or or even um, actually have to schedule their own doctor's appointments and so on and so forth. Like People don't get it. It's a lot of people that are our age and older that haven't even gotten to that stage yet. So that's, that's a motherfucker right there when you think about the type of people that you're surrounded by and you're like, damn, like you the same age as me? Are you yeah, older than me? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And, and, and we're in our late 30s. Well, I'm I'm not in my late thirties, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I am where I am. <laughs> but, like, like seriously though, I'd be looking at some people, be like, man, like, like you my age, you think like that? That's what you got going on? And you know, and and I just think it, and I try not to be judgmental about it, but I'd be curious. I'm like, damn, like, were, were we really raised that different? Really? That's what you want? And I, I, I catch myself saying that a lot. Like, damn, that's what you want? That's what y'all doing? Like, damn. I don't catch myself saying anything anymore because it, it's hard enough for me to mind my business. Bruh. I can't even sit here and lie. Like, I just be minding my business. But I do be ignoring some shit. I be thinking about some shit, bro. I be like, damn. If, if I wasn't on some, if I wasn't trying to look like I was at least minding my business, then I'd be, it'd be some different shit being said. But I try to mind my business by ignoring some shit and trying to act like I ain't see it. But I'd be like, bro, y'all be out here wild. Y'all be wild since like 2015 consistently. Consist. That's the only thing y'all be consistent about, the wild. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, but look, dog, I'm hungry. I need food. I'm a little hungry myself, actually. Yeah, man. Yeah, but uh, if if um if happy hour does come around again on Friday, um, I, I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen, but um, I don't know where it's gonna happen. I mean, it, it probably won't even technically be happy hour, but uh, no, because my my appointment's at five thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't don't do my boy J Mark like that, man. So you gonna get your haircut again next week? 
too. Absolutely right. Oh, you gonna be fresh, fresh? God knows. Hey, if I could whistle, that's how fresh I'd be. Make that nigga bring his barber equipment out there and fucking with us. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you doing? I need, I need this edge up fresh every time we <laughs> Every single day. Steve Harvey. <laughs> I, want, Rose. I want my lineup to be bleeding because you keep cutting. <laughs> what you out here for? <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, man, it should be fun, man. Um, like I said, every weekend I'm seeing people in Miami, so yeah, it should be fun. It doesn't seem like it's stupid crowded like it was during spring break. That's why I'm I'm glad we're not going for Memorial Day because I think that shit gonna be stupid. But um, is this coming weekend? Is this Mother's Day coming up? Mother's Day is coming up. Okay. Okay. May you know, 9th. May 9th. All right. All right. Happy Mother's Day to our moms for sure. Um, Happy Mother's Day to all the women that had a role in creating me. All the women that had a role in creating you, raising you? No, cre- creating me. Whether whether you created my mother or you created my father or you're actually my mother. Happy Mother's That's Day a, to That is a long line. <laughs> that goes back some some decades. So, and, yeah. and and it's and it's happy Mother's Day to my great grandma who created my grandma who created my dad who helped create me. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That that's a long run. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't come prepared with words of advice, but um, I'm definitely just gonna say you know I think I said something in the beginning of the show like I don't I don't mean malice with a lot of things I say, man, but um. Just you know, I just I just want better for people, <laughs> like straight up. Like so, I mean, my so my advice is like you know we try to joke around here on the No Boundary Podcast all the time, but like y'all gotta stop playing around. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all play too goddamn much. <laughs> what y'all doing? Stop playing. Y'all play That's too your limitation much. to the playing. Golly, like eventually you gotta grow up. I hate adults who just like the next man. But goddamn, y'all gotta grow up, man. Y'all be out here wilding. Stop it. Stop it. Stop playing. That's my advice. Stop fucking playing. Sometimes it's a time and a place. I thought that was, I thought everybody knew that. Everybody know everybody know it's a time and a place. Yeah, but people can't tell time. And they always in the wrong place. That's because it's analog. They gotta get attention. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the hour head. They don't know what none of that means. Come on, that's all I got. Say, say man, I got like three, four tat- tattoos of clocks on my on my um on my body, and bitches still think I got time to play. <laughs> low, low key, you do though. You do got time. That's your problem. My words of advice are. You going to sleep with violence on your mind? My words of advice are savor every bite. A lot of the time, people are trying to rush through things and rush through their food, and they're not enjoying the process. They're not enjoying the taste. So I would suggest that you savor every bite. You 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 really is hungry. I, well, I'm always hungry. <laughs> I like that, though, man. I like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, but anyways, man... Um, like we say all the time, man, if you're listening on SoundCloud and you have any suggestions, you know, leave a comment. Um, if you just want to comment, say, hey, 
you know, we miss you guys. I mean, matter of fact, if you want to, if you want to meet us for a happy hour conversation on Friday, <laughs> and you are in the, the Houston, Texas area, let us know. <laughs> We're we'll we'll oblige. Um, you know, we depending on how, no boundaries happy hour. Straight up, it, depending on how generous generous we feel, we, you know, we, we we might we might get a, we might be a couple rounds on us. You never know. You never know. Just depends. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, if you're on Apple Podcasts rate and subscribe um please you know five stars is preferable but we understand you might not like us you might have to give us four stars but even then i still think you're a hater if you give us anything less than five um google do is something um who knows spotify does something still don't know what you do there but hey if that's your preferred you know method of listening to the no boundaries podcast we appreciate that um and um once again happy mother's day uh, no time to be petty, so we're not going to say Happy Mother's Day to men, even though it's men out there that think that they're women and they can menstruate and one day have children. You will never be mothers. But anyways, thank you and you're welcome. <laughs> and with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?